Hello, and thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the She Means Business Podcast, where we bring together badass women business owners, industry leaders, and other aspiring women to celebrate their success and empower you. I am your host, Ashley Mistowski. I'm a business owner, wife, and mom of twin toddlers. Ambitious is my middle name. Join our email list and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You'll find inspiring content, updates, and the chance to connect with like-minded individuals. Remember to leave a review and share how we've inspired you. Now, let's get to business. Welcome back to the She Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Mistowski. Today, we thought it would be super fitting. We are, I don't know what happened to January, but I legit feel like it's never ending and it's never, ever, ever going to end. But with that, I was like, I was talking to a previous guest who we are a part of some different groups together. And we were like, let's do a follow-up. And especially with her and what she does with her business, I was like, that is perfect to be the end of January. It'll air in February. So we'll just kick it off for the new year. But I am so excited to have Debbie back. Hi, Debbie. Hi there. Well, ready for round two. <laughs> yes. I figured it was super fitting. I think it was probably actually your idea. But to when you said it, I was like, yes. I was like, this is genius. You know, we have a new year, new resolutions, new things, and you're perfect because you have Hello Coaching. So you can kind of hold us accountable and kind of we can check in with people and see kind of what my thoughts were is how's everybody doing? How are we heading through 2024 already? I know it's a, it's such a fun time because it feels fresh and new beginnings and excitement. But then it's like, when you get down to the implementation of all the new habits and all the fun goals that you want to achieve, it can get a you can get a little underwater in it. (laughs) Yes. I'm, I'm drowning right now. And I'm like, I'm still excited and I'm still motivated for this year, but like I said earlier, it's just January has gone on and on and on. And I'm like, when is it going to end? <laughs> yes. Yes. And that you're not alone because I feel it too. And pretty much Good. everyone I'm talking to is like, it's the 55th of January. Like it just keeps yes. going. <laughs> Absolutely. That's genius. That was, that was a good one. I'm going to use that for the rest of today. <laughs> so I just, what are kind of, what are some good, well, first of all, how are you doing with your goals? We can chat about that and just see, you know, like, are you holding up yours? You know, because I sure as heck am am not. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're so funny. Um, So yes, I am. And I have, you know, personal goals and business goals. And really this year I didn't do quote unquote resolutions. So this year, every year um, for the last, I think this is my fifth year, I choose a word of the year. And so that's a good one. And I wear it. I have a little bracelet that I wear that has my words. I'm a very visual person. And so this year I chose my word and then I sat down to write my resolutions and I decided I was going to switch it up. And instead Mm -hmm. of focusing on what I want to do, I'm focusing on who I want to be. So that's good. Yeah. And I, because I'm, I am a taskmaster. I do goals all the time, just by nature of who I am and what I do as a coach. But I really wanted to dive a little deeper. 2023 was really a journey for me into me. I got coaching. I did retreats. I rebranded. 
And so this is kind of that next step of the evolution. So I took my word of the year, which for 2024 is abundance. And I made an acronym for each of the letters of abundance about why is this not surprising you? (laughs) That is genius. That's I can't think of these things. That's awesome. You can, you can. So I just, I have it on my desk and every morning I read through almost like affirmations. Yeah. um, Yep. And I read through it while I sip my coffee in the morning. And as I'm sort of coming to and getting ready for the the day. And so, yes, I'm sticking to that because it's aligned with who I'm growing into, but I definitely need some of those, those daily reminders of like, Oh Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I want to be a kinder person and I want to, you know, not take things so personally. So yes, resolutions are going well, but I also set myself up for for success by doing them in a different way. (laughs) That's awesome. You know, I've never been a resolution person. I don't think I've ever like, until you said that, I've just always been goal oriented. Mm -hmm. So here are my goals for this year, which I get are probably, I mean, probably in the same realm, but I have learned to just slow it down a little bit. So I'm actually winning on that end, but um, we have a big project at work that's kind of kept me drowning, which I knew was coming. So it's harder. Well, I knew it was going to be hard Mm -hmm. and it's all for, for positive. We're actually switching software systems, which is, a big undertaking that's um, mentally yeah and so it's kept my days like the onboarding alone is like three zooms a week and like trying to do all of your other work on you know on top of that so i am going to be honest the gym has only been twice a week and my goal was like two times during the weekday to physically get to the gym and i've kind of failed at that a little bit but i did for next week put it on my calendar because if something's not on my calendar, <laughs> it doesn't happen. It doesn't done. exist. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not at all. So, but you know what? You're right. Like in this year for me, I really like your word of, I'm going to have to, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have to chat GPT this to get some words. Um, that you I can like, roll I like, like Pinterest and it'll give you a whole list. That's kind of how I started. I, I pulled a couple lists off of Pinterest And then I would just read through the list and I would make like a short list of words that resonated with me. And then Mm -hmm. from that short list, I would go through and think through like, how do they align with my goals and where I'm headed? And then I would pick my word, but I've always done a bracelet. I'm such a visual person. And it's a great conversation starter for our little networking group. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, and I just, I mean, who doesn't love jewelry? So, and I love all of those like beads and where it doesn't have to be fancy, expensive jewelry. So that's actually a great idea. It's good really good point. And I also think we just aged ourselves a little bit talking about Pinterest because I don't think the young kids these days use it, but I use it all the time. In fact, I was just on it last week for my meals for the week. <laughs> Absolutely. I still go to it, but it's funny because I'm in the process of launching a couple of new products and someone said to me, oh, you should post some of this on Pinterest. Yeah. And I thought, I, I'm huh. sorry, are we in 2017? What? Right, right. Okay. Bring it back. I I love vintage. I love retro. Are we at? (laughs) Yes. I'm like, who would have thought we are? (laughs) I know. It's so, and you know, the technology goes so fast that it's like, I do, I still use it all the time, but not, not as a business to business or a business consumer. I use it just as a consumer to consumer. So it's interesting. I'm like, Ooh, well, and I used to use it for design and like, this is what I want my room to look like and decor. But then that's even too much for me because I am visual like you, but like, I'm like, oh, I like this one, but then I like this one. And then I like this. It's, right. It just becomes too much. 
I know. Then it gets um, overwhelming. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay, this just explains I'm going to hire an interior designer and here's my Pinterest board. You have fun with it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. But I do, I do. I actually, every Sunday I have like a new week. I, it For me, Crock-Pot meals are my jam. Summertime gets a little hard for that. But at the end of the day, by the time I get home, I've got like 15 minutes before the twins lose their mind. So if, if it takes more than 15, 20 minutes to make, it's not happening. Yeah. So crock pot and an air fryer, best friends. Yes. Yes. Like life changing on those. Yes. So 100%. Love that word of the year. So what are some things that you think would be good to kind of check in with people who are floundering just a little bit like myself <laughs> when it comes to remotivating them? What do you do? What do you do for yourself? You're always like on top of your game and you're always like, I, I'm always impressed in it. Your, your Instagram, by the way, is always my motivation with all of your quotes and whatnot. But Thank like, you. how does she keep herself turned on this much? Like what, what are some, what are, what do you do for yourself that can translate for us? So one of the things that I've really learned is to put myself into spaces with people that know more than me. I don't want to be the smartest person. 100%. In the room. Yeah. You know, yep. and, and when I was a little bit more, I don't know, younger, more naive in business, I wanted to be like, you know, the teacher's pet. I know all the answers I wanted to be. Now I'm like, if I know all the answers, I'm not in the right space. Like I need yep. to do. So I do a lot of trainings, you know, the Zooms, the, um, yep. the courses, um, and those mm -hmm. really help a podcasting. So yeah. every morning when I'm walking my dog, I'm listening to a podcast and that's sort of my sweet spot in the morning. I'm super creative and receptive between about mm -hmm. seven and nine in the morning. And so as I'm listening to podcasts, I'm getting inspired and I'll take notes on my phone of things that motivate me yeah. or, or creative ideas that I get. So that's really is just kind of the, the catch with that though, is mm -hmm. we can be such consumers that yes. we stop being creators. So you want to make sure that whatever format you're taking information in, that you're still taking those next steps to take action on paying it yep. forward back into the world. Um, and that was something yep. I That's just noticed. One. Yeah. In mm -hmm. January or earlier this month, you know, cause it is January 55th yep. <laughs> earlier this month. I was like, gosh, I've been doing all these podcasts and all these trainings and I've got pages, books, of notes that I haven't gone yep. through. So I told myself, I can't sign up for any more trainings until I get through what I've got. <laughs> I mean, that's really smart. And what's funny is I am reading the same book that I think you already just got done reading. And I had the to one pause me at our book exchange. Yes. It's my new favorite yes. book. It is. I beyond. literally, I get done reading it and I'm like, and when I say get done, like the portion, I haven't mm -hmm. fully finished it. I literally have to stop and reflect and pause and be like, actually digest yes. in my brain all that I just took in because the 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes that I'm reading that book, I literally like get just pumped and so yes. motivated. It is such a good book. And so I, so should we say it? Should we say yeah, what it is? We should. Okay, we'll share. If, we're share. We're sharing it. Ten times. So ten x is the wait. Ten x is easier than two x. Easier than two x. Yes. 
I had to I was look like, at it. I knew. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait. And then I realized I, I don't have it over here. It is so good. It just makes you think bigger. Oh. Like, and it just like, and I've always, and here's the crazy thing is I've always known, right? Big picture. You have to see, you know, the big, the big picture, but then it's sometimes hard because you're in the nitty gritty, right? Like we're yeah. all business owners. doesn't matter whether your business is a multi-million dollar business. doesn't matter if it's just a single owner and you have no employees. It doesn't matter. We have to think bigger. And so I, I was, I, I'm still reading. I had to put it down. We had to, I had to finish my book club book. So I had to, <laughs> I had to put it down to, to, to read the, uh, was it, was it a love story? But mm-hmm. it was, it was really good. And so now I'm picking it back up. But at nights, I've been working on my project. So I, I have put it to the wayside. But it, you're right. Like my, my whole point to tie this all back in since we got wondering is you are totally right. Like that is my motivation. And like it, it pumps me up to get going and to get those goals back in line because we all fall down, right? Two steps forward, one step back. Exactly. <laughs> and I think for people that maybe are listening that haven't, kept up with their resolutions and they feel like guilt or shame or whatever emotion goes with that. 43% of people quit their resolutions by the end of January. So it's a a high number. So they're not alone. 43%. 43% quit by the end of January. Yeah. So they're not alone. It's very normal. And there's a, a lot of reasons for that. You know, they don't have accountability practices in place, or they didn't choose the right goals for them, or they chose Mm -hmm. these big picture goals, which is so amazing. But like one of my, someone just asked me what my superpower was. And I thought that was such a fun question. And I I said, my superpower is the ability to take something that's really big and overwhelming and like that dream goal, that 30,000 foot view, and I'm able to reverse engineer it into actionable steps. And I think sometimes we get caught up in the fun and the dreaming of setting resolutions, yeah. but we don't map the steps to get there. And so there's there's so many reasons why resolutions fail. So for anyone that's yep. listening, you're definitely not alone. And <laughs> every day is a new day to to start again and to take yep. smaller steps, smaller bites, and start just making progress. So for yeah, sure. And one one thing I've learned as a mom <laughs> is day by day. Take it day by day. Sometimes <laughs> and hour find by the hour. Small <laughs> yes. Sometimes minute by minute when they're having mm-hmm. a meltdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it goes on to 20 minutes and you're like, now what do I do? Right? <laughs> right. It's, yeah, definitely. It's just breaking everything down into manageable yep. moments and then picking back up where you left off and yep. keep it moving. <laughs> yep. And don't be a statistic. So just stop. Realign yourself. Get right back oh. into it. And you know what? After this podcast, I'm going to finish the the book. Like, we're just going to get this done because it's so, so good. It just really makes you think. And that's awesome that you, I have like a list of podcasts that I have like just saved, the episode saved, and they're all in the different genres. And sometimes they're just really, just really cool women. I actually could probably care less about their businesses. Right. And I just, they're, they're so good to just listen to. And mm-hmm. you just... There's always little takeaways. I have some podcasts that about moms and how to raise, actually, it's, I think it's called How to Raise Kind Humans, because that's oh, a big thing that. I'm right big. in the middle of doing, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, then switch gears to the business, but then switch gears to the 
fitness and how do, do moms find it? That's another thing that I was, I would love to hear your perspective on this. I actually just posted about it this morning. Oh, and you know, you, <laughs> you're doing all the things, right? You're all these roles. So I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a business owner. I've got employees, which are a whole nother set of families. I have a lot of, you know, burden that I'm carrying to take care of everybody. And they say you're supposed to take care of yourself, right? To keep, to First. keep going, but man, it's easier said than done. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. You're supposed to, if you look at my calendar right now, yeah, like I can't get to the gym. I don't even have time for a massage. You could gift me a massage right now and I wouldn't even have time to go redeem it. (laughs) That's where multitasking comes in. (laughs) You could give me a massage while I'm working. That'd be great. Thanks. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. I know. Oh, and I think Brooke comes to, I think I was just talking to her about that. We should do that for my team. Yeah. Yeah, she can have her bring her chair for sure. See, we're my business the partner's problems. like, don't spend, don't spend any more money. <laughs> but it's maybe we'll wait till we have a really good. If we hit our goal, then we'll. That's a good one. There you go. There you go. That'll pump everybody up. <laughs> I, want, I want to be on your team so I can get that. That I know, right? Surprise. See, come work for First Choice Insurance. Perfect. Get massages every Friday and the chair massage. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but when you're getting yelled at by clients left and right, it's you know, it demotivating. So that sure, would, yeah. But then you could have somebody here, and you're just keep yelling at me. That's fine. I'm still in a state of bliss right now. Right, and one year out the other. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we good. we talked about whether you you know have a champagne vending machine or I I want like my goal in life is to have a champagne vending machine because I love bubbles, but in this stage of our life and where we're at with the business and the economy and the insurance market is just a straight dumpster fire is I want like a vodka or a tequila vending machine. I'm like, we I, was say, I didn't know you were a bubble girl because I think you usually go for the harder stuff when I see you. So that's good to know. Yeah. I, I will never turn down. I'm a Vuv girl. I will never turn down bubbles. Yeah. That's good to know. All right. Yeah. In the vault. Yeah. I know. <laughs> So what, anything fun that you have planned for your business? What's kind of like your big, you know, big reach or outlier, whatever you feel compelled to share because I'm a big manifester, you throw it out, you know, in the universe and what are you on that end? So I've got a couple of projects coming up, which I'm so excited about. I've got um, some collaborations. Mm -hmm that we just launched. So I'm actually working with our coach, yours and my coach, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be doing some accountability coaching for her clients. So I am pumped on that. And then for hello coaching, um, one of the things I really pride myself on is taking foods that are typically considered junk food or comfort food that are typically higher Mm -hmm. in calories or fat, or, you know, not, not the ideal macros and reworking them so that they're still delicious and quick and easy and flavorful and yummy. And so I'm actually going to be launching hopefully March 1st. I just got the approval from my designer this morning. So from awesome. like you said, I'll manifest it March 1st. We're going to do sort of like a trial recipe. Okay. Book. There's going to be an Asian recipe. There's going to be a Southern recipe and there's going to be an Italian recipe. Uh, hello. Yeah. Carb friendly so- Italian. What? 
Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Because <laughs> that's something like I had someone over for dinner last Monday night and he was like, gosh, you know, I don't really normally like coleslaw, but, you know, leave it to you to make it healthy. And I was like, yeah, it's, I hear that all the time. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I got to do something with that. And I, I love food. Like that's kind of a, I think a misconception about me is like, and you know, you've seen it in dinners and stuff like yep. I can throw yep. down. Um, yep. Yep. so I, I do, I love food, but I also love feeling really good. And so I had to find a way to, to marry those. And I want food to be fun and I want it to be approachable. So that was sort of my answer. And if that goes well, then I will actually launch a, a bigger, a bigger book. Yeah. So I've got that coming awesome. out. And then I've got also a project. I don't know if I'm going to launch it. I was like, Oh, I'll launch it February 1st. That'll be perfect timing. I'm like, Oh, that's next week. So, <laughs> so January 55th, um, right. is never ending. So it really it's is never tomorrow. ending. <laughs> yeah. So I thought February was like five months away. Legit. It, <laughs> so it feels I might like push it. it to the 15th, but I'm going to be launching a free Facebook group. It's going to, so my business name is what is hello coaching. So yep. the free Facebook uh, group is going to be called Well Hello. So it's a play on the company name of Hello, but it's also about wellness. So it's going to be awesome. tips and tricks and recipes, but it's going to be a private community where, you know, we all have different tips and tricks and ways that we use. So I'm going to launch it with kind of some probably mm -hmm. like a challenge or something like that. And then we'll really go into just daily tips, a great community to share. Yep. Um, Cause sometimes that can be intimidating to do on, you know, Facebook as it a is. whole. Yeah. So I want to, I want to yeah. make it a space because I get, I get asked a lot of these questions or advice or resources. And I want to be able to provide that to people, even if I'm not their coach, mm -hmm. but I really am such a firm believer that community is such an important part of that. So I want to marry yeah. those to my expertise and a community. So I will be launching that hopefully by awesome. the 15th. So for any of those resolutioners that feel like they need more accountability and support, that might be a really good place to, to yeah. check in. Sometimes it's just being surrounded by yes. the right people too, you know, like, yeah, you're a product of your environment. You really are. And, you know, back to what you said earlier, that is so true about not, not being the smartest person in the room. I, it, it takes a special, I can't even think of the word right now, but like to even be able to do that is a lot, you know? And so I, it'll come to me. I'm. You know, I've only had it in January 55th. It's usually like three to four coffees a day. And I've only I hope had you're going to title this episode January honest. 55th. <laughs> I think we do need to do that. <laughs> like what? But, but you really do like you, you got to humble yourself and yeah. be in the room with, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't ever like to really use the word dumb, but I, I want to be, you know, the dumbest one in the room. Like I will learn from everybody and I, it takes, it's, it is humbling. Humbling is not the word I'm looking for, but you know, it does take, you have to be willing to put yourself in vulnerable. There we go. Vulnerable. You know, you have to be vulnerable to, to be able to be open to yeah. doing something like that because it's intimidating. Like you go in there and you have some business part, you know, you see some business owners that are insanely you know, successful. And you're like, wait, the same table as them? Like, wow. And you know, it's- Soak it up like a sponge. <laughs> yes. And I just, I'm part of several masterminds for insurance specific, actually two, for insurance specific uh, groups. 
but I've really been trying to expand and find one here, which I believe I found. And it's all different industries. And it was it was a bit intimidating too, because I'd never known these women. It is women specific, but there is like a, they have, a, I believe they have one that's kind of like their partner that's a, a mix. And so I w- was interested in maybe attending one of those sessions too, because I think you can learn, we can learn from, you know, everyone. Yeah. And we but don't sometimes, know what we don't know. So sometimes you know, you'll hear exactly. someone say something, you're like, I never even, that never even crossed my mind. I never thought of nope. it that way. It's yep. so valuable. Yeah. And we really are, as small business entrepreneurs, we really are aligned with a lot of, you know, bigger companies and corporate structures. You just like, for example, I'm a small business owner, but we just went off of the EOS model. Um, if you've ever read Traction, phenomenal book. I actually have to now reread it, but we restructured our agency, our kind of as a corporate structure going off of, you know, the EOS model, but you can actually hire coaches that are specifically for your business that are trained and approved by the system. And it's pretty cool, but it's like, I'm doing the same thing that this $500 billion corporation is doing. Just on a little bit smaller scale. Right. That's what make, made them successful, right? They started right. somewhere. Everything's scalable. And if it's not, yeah. then maybe that's a problem. So absolutely. Yep. Discover peace of mind from safeguarding your family's future to shielding your company's assets. First Choice Insurance has you covered. Ask for a review or quote today. Yeah, so it's it's been a learning. I just love, I think that's, there you go. It's like my thing. I love to learn. I love to continue. I'll never be the one that goes back to school. I was in and out in four years. I got my degree. I said I did what I was supposed to do. The rest, I still love to learn, but in different environments. Mm-hmm. So conferences, uh, masterminds, you know, just going to speaking engagements, motivational engagements, which I believe, I think you were just and you flew in and out of LA in one day, right? For one day, landed at seven. Isn't that crazy that we can do? <laughs> I, isn't it so cool though? And it, it was probably like felt weird. Experience. You're yeah. like, where's my luggage? I, I didn't need one, but then I know. I'm hopping right on. But and you I'm did not that a good because... packer, so I'm usually like overflowing and like a hot mess with all my luggage and all my stuff hanging out of my bags. But yeah, I literally yep. had a backpack. I threw my remarkable in knowing I wasn't going to need it, but I just needed something to put in my bag because it was so empty. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, side note, I don't mean to turn off that, but Mm. you like that. (sighs) Jury's out. So I like it when I use it, but I am such a pen and paper girl. Like there is something about the pen. And so it has, Remarkable has the feel of a notebook. So I really like that. I've read that. And it syncs. If you have an iPhone there, it actually syncs with your phone. So I like that. But I like to take notes in different places. I get brainstorms. I'll be blow drying my hair and I'll get a brainstorm. Well, I've always got my phone with me. So I typically put it in my notes. Yes. Yeah. And so that's the part where I'm like, okay, I need to, I think, set some parameters for myself. Sure. I use my remarkable when I'm taking notes or when I'm in my mastermind or like maybe with your clients or something. Yeah. Yeah. But see, even with my clients, I put them in my notes because I work from anywhere. So when I was LA, I had a, I had a client call while I was at the airport and my phone's always with me. So it's the accessibility piece. And not that I can't 
access them in Remarkable, but then I'm like, okay, did I put that in Remarkable or Google Notes or iPhone yeah. Notes? And so yeah. it's a whole. So I'm just trying to figure out what my flow is, <laughs> but I do like it. I, I like think we all are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've, I, that's exactly my problem. I'm like, I love pen and paper. I actually have an old school planner. I like, yeah, but I live off of my computer, but it is something about writing things down. And I don't know if it's just because it's us oh, old no, it's people, because I guess we're old now. It's, I, you're right. It does. But the young kids don't do it. So I don't, I don't, they don't push that. I mean, but I like on Sundays, I literally take my phone, put it next to me and write out my weekly thing on my weekly planner. Like, is that really a step that you, that is actually necessary? But for some reason, it just helps trigger my brain to understand what the week looks like to, I don't know. It's, it's a, In it's an interesting. Way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I we live on my phone yeah. and my calendar, but I take one day a week where I, I write it out and I write what my goals yeah. are and I plug it in and I write what my um, my focus days are going to be and I write yeah. what my, you know, so I, I do. I map it out very similarly on pen and paper. Okay, well, yeah, we're either the only crazy people in the world or I'm more normal than I thought. I think you're more normal. <laughs> I And they, there is... Like I said earlier, power to the pen, yeah. there are proven results about when you write things down, you yeah. become so much more likely to achieve them. I forget what the percentage is, but I want to say it's True. like 70% more likely to achieve whatever you write down. So worth it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? That's right. And it's just, I don't want another, if it was like a hundred bucks, I probably would have already got it, but it kind yeah. of like just maybe step back a little bit and be like, okay. I have an iPad. Am I using that to its fullest extent? I got my laptop. I mean, I clearly use that on a daily basis, but do, do I need another thing to carry around? Do I need another, like my laptop notes app sync? That's what I use on my laptop too. So like if I'm talking to somebody running an insurance quote, if I need to make notes about their life or whatever, I still put it on my notes app, even though I have a management system that I take mm -hmm. notes, I just copy and paste and drop it over. But it's just what's comfortable to me and what I know. So it's easy. Yeah. I, you know, I kind of my podcast at the beginning of the year was, you know, nobody really likes change, but I do like change. I, but it's, it's sometimes hard when we're stuck in our ways, you know, with certain well, things. Well, I think there's so a difference like, between change and, and whatever, whatever you want to call it, process or structure. Yes. There's so much freedom within structure. So if you find yeah. a structure that works for you, you then have the freedom to move things around because you know that your system works right. for you. So that's true. That's yeah. True. You know what? After this podcast, you're making me feel less and less crazy. But I, what I initially was <laughs> thinking here about for. myself. <laughs> I'm like, you're like, I'll invoice you later. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> well, once uh, January, so I'm excited to hear and kind of now that you've manifested all your stuff for your business, I'm excited to, kind of follow you along, um, make sure drop to tell, we'll have your Instagram handle posted in the thing, but tell us the best ways to get in touch with you and how you can help, you know, our listeners, if they want to reach out to you, you know, you, we have had you on the guest. They might not have heard the podcast, but tell them all, cause you have a lot of different arms with hello coaching. So kind of maybe just do a overview of, what you can do uh, for people. 
Perfect. Thank you for the opportunity and the mm-hmm. platform. So the best way to find me is at hellocoaching.info. That's my website and everything else is linked there. All of my socials, my monthly newsletter, anything that we do, we pop up there, including podcast episode links. So if you missed the first one, it's linked. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So yes, Hello Coaching is an umbrella. I basically have about four to five services. I offer health and nutrition coaching. Primarily what I focus on with people is weight loss. I have helped with weight gain. I have helped with other health and nutrition goals, but that is what the majority of people come to me for is fat loss, muscle gain. I am a certified personal trainer. However, I have a very specific niche. I don't train gen pop. I work with senior citizens. I work with special needs and I work with kids. That's awesome. Yeah, it's so fun. And then I have my life coaching business, which is kind of any other goals that you have, personal business, if you need to organize and create processes and structure, like we were just talking about, time management, I offer that coaching service. And then I also offer business consulting. So I do nonprofit consulting and um, very similar to life coaching, but with businesses, I've helped businesses with startups and creating and establishing systems mm-hmm. to make them more efficient and effective and provide value. So those are all yep. my, my umbrellas. But yeah, the best way to reach me is on my website. I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I am on TikTok and I keep going on and coming off. <laughs> I'm really conflicted, real conflicted. Amen to that. Honestly, if it wasn't for having somebody full-time doing our social media stuff, there's just too many platforms. It's yeah. just too much to keep up with. And then they like your in, your Instagram video that I'm I wouldn't call myself a pro, but it's easy for me. You can't really post it the same there. You have to take off the watermark and do all this. And I'm like, I don't have time to do all these changes. It is a lot. It's a lot. I literally was just texting with another coach this morning, and I was like, every single TikTok immediately gets into the 200 views range 213 260 283 none of them go over 200 except for i have a couple that are in the thousands i'm like how do like i don't unless i was a full-time influencer or if i had someone in social media like so i'm almost like do i keep i'm just repurposing content there so that's kind of one of my question marks right now is do i stay there do i reinvest that time back into my other projects which seems to make more sense and provide more value both to my audience, quote unquote, and to myself. (laughs) Just, yeah, just, just our uh, mental. Yeah. Just like capacity is, yeah. Like tilt full. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Very full. Can't move. Mm -hmm. I will say um, she was actually a previous, you know her, Lauren. She was a previous podcast guest. She's an influencer herself. So her company does our um, social media full-time And she does say you need to pick three, probably max, and just be really good at it. Mm -hmm. My only thing is I'm still trying to, it is out on TikTok for me because the stats, you know, do say that the majority of them are the younger generation, which isn't really who my business target market is. Right. However, you read the other stats and- I will talk to you. My friends that I talk to who would be my ideal clients are on TikTok. And for Lauren, I hope I'm not giving away the farm here. And no, I'm just kidding. But 
it's really underserved as far as like it hasn't hit its max potential when it comes to advertising and like the ad space on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of still room for that. Whereas everybody has Facebook and Instagram figured out, right? So the ad placement there is a lot harder. So it's just interesting. And I'm like, you have to keep up with all this. I was yeah. like, how do you do that? But I, I will say she, I was actually just having this conversation with my friend this morning. Just remember everything that we see on social media, i.e. like all of your influencers and everything. It always looks perfect, you know, on the screen, right? But she's, Lauren's like, all those people have people doing this stuff for them. They're not doing it on their own. Right. So the ones that are actually, you know, hundreds of thousands of views, millions of views, whatever it is, they have people doing everything. Curated. Yep. And so it's like, you know, I'm sure there are some that just throw up their stories and stuff, but the majority is it's a full-time job. People have employees. And I'm like, hey, we just have to keep that in mind. That's why social media is sometimes not the best. slippery <laughs> slope. We get that like competitive or that yes. comparative analysis. And yeah, I mean, it's yeah. hard. And so I typically just repurpose my Instagram reels to Facebook, yep. to TikTok. And um, especially your old stuff. I don't yeah. remember. I, I've watched probably every single one of your reels, but I'm not going to remember the one from six months ago. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So it's, yeah, it's a whole, and you know, then they keep yeah. changing the algorithm. So you figure out one thing and then it changes. So yeah, it's definitely oh. like a slippery yeah. slope. I can go down that rabbit hole. Not even That's just a scrolling, whole other. like, yeah, planning and preparation yeah. and you want it to hit, you want the messaging to have value. And it's just like, oh my gosh, it is. It is a full-time job. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'll know. So actually, since we chatted about books and whatnot, I actually yeah. have it sitting over here. Ooh. It is. I learned it from our coach. I have yet to read the book and I've had it in my office for well over a year. And as soon as I figure finish 10X is better than 2X, I am reading this as a women-centered podcast. I still want men to listen, right? But this is towards women. So, I mean, this is not going to interest them. But in the flow. Oh. So this talks about because, and I, the reason why I brought this up is because we were talking about reels and you have four cycles, four, mm-hmm. you know, stages in your cycle. And one of them is the extra ultra creative one. So when we sit down and plan, I need to be running my business around my cycle because that's how you're going to be extra creative is, you know, you're, I'm not going to be able to bust out funny or inspirational or whatever reels when I'm in the wrong stage. Like if that's what I put on my to-do list that week, I'm going to struggle. I'm going to stress myself out, which then leads to like the depression of, you know, I'm not, I can't get anything done. And, you know, you're just in that crazy cycle. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I know this is the week that they have an app, that's actually how I track too. But the app straight up says, here's where you're at. And so that's what this, it's the biohacking of the women and when to do your creative stuff for your work, when to do your, you know, and then it helps. You shouldn't be heavy lifting every single week. Mm -hmm. You know, you shouldn't be like, there's, it's just, it's a lot. You know what? 
women just have a lot thrown at them. We do. We definitely we do. We are not simple creatures. We are not simple, nor are we weak. <laughs> nope. No, we are not. Nope. Nope. We are way stronger than most people think. Mm-hmm. We just have a lot more that we're battling. So I, we're going to have to read this, but I think that's what I was going to do because I'm like, okay, I need to get this creative stuff like for the podcast. And, you know, I have Lauren for my insurance agency, but I don't really, you know, for anything else. And I have another group, you know, it's just like, I, it's a lot. So you have, okay, how do I segment myself? How do I separate my time? Um, I'm the big vision, like you said, but not so much the underneath that. I'm like, that's I want to get here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, how do you do the little steps? So it's, at least you're, you know, we learn and we figure it out. And these are little baby steps. And I, I know, you know, we've chatted about our mental capacity being up here. And so I didn't want to start this book until I'm done onboarding and my software at, you know, the offices agency is a lot more put together. And then I can shift my focus and be like, okay, now I'm back to this owner. Now I'm back to how can I be super successful once everything's in place? And you can see it, right? That's great awareness though. Cause a lot of people will just keep pushing, keep trying, and then either yeah. keep failing because they, there just literally isn't enough time in the 55 days of January or, <laughs> um, yep. or they just never get to it because they give up. So the fact that you have yeah. the awareness of, okay, I'm going to finish mm-hmm. this project and then move on to the next, um, yep. is really, I mean, that's really great. Like mental yeah. health awareness. So that's good. I, I think last year was the year of awareness. Like that, that's not my normal style. I would keep pushing normally, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, I really am at (laughs) the max capacity. I'm like, I physically, I'll have to read it three times in a row if I were to start today, because I would probably only retain 10%. So at least, you know, last year was definitely the year of awareness and the year of reflection and the one thing that I always tell people is it's okay to make mistakes and you definitely need to give yourself grace, but you have to learn. So the failed parts of it or the parts that you think you failed or that you didn't do very well, as long as you see progress, mm-hmm. then it was all meant to be. I think We're supposed to fail. It's okay to fail, ah. but you need to grow from it. That's, that's the big thing. Then to me, that's a success, you know, but if you just sit back and you know, be defeated. Give up. Yeah, give up. And yeah, I guess I, you know, this isn't meant to be or whatever, then, you know, um, that's when you mortgage. It's the the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. The fixed mindset is very closed off, doesn't continue to try or learn or improve. That's kind of a shift I've made in my thinking is because a lot of people are scared of change. I really try to approach it as a this isn't changing anything. This is really improving what we've got going. Um, Whereas the growth mindset is much more about really embracing failure and how do you learn from it? How do you try again and do better? And there's just, there's so many studies out there with businesses, with kids in school and how fixed or growth mindset really dictates how far they go in their, in their lives or how big their businesses grow. It's, it's a huge, a huge game changer. For sure. That's, yeah. that's so true. Well, I always, we could probably sit and chat for hours. <laughs> totally. And we have, <laughs> we go down, yep. We go down all different paths all the time. And I always love chatting with you and I always love spending time with you in our groups. I, 
So I'm glad you brought this idea up. And I think it was perfect timing, especially from your perspective, you know, as a coach. And um, I think we all just need a swift kick in the pants on January 55th <laughs> to keep going and yeah. keep plugging along. And I, I'm going to go after this, I am going to go find a word. I love that. And I hope people know that when I have guests on my podcast, I always have takeaways myself. And I always go oh, implement yeah. them. And I'm like, oh, that was a great idea. She was genius on that. So see, you're you know putting yourself in the space to learn from yep. people. And I think that's yeah. so amazing. You're leading by example. That's so yep. beautiful. And this is so much better than a Zoom call with just sitting there <laughs> listening all day. Or sure. we're just interacting. So much yeah, better, so. absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. And we'll have all of your information in here. Say your website again. HelloCoaching.info. Info. I knew it was, I knew I had the difference. So awesome. Well, thank you, Debbie. And we will chat soon. Yes, we will. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Ashley Masowski. Tune in next time for more inspiration and stories from women who've made an impact. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Special shout out to Little Dog Social Media for making all of this come together.